Chodesh Tov to everyone. Every evening, morning, and afternoon, Tefilat Arvit, Shaharit, and Mincha, we begin the Amidah by grouping our Avot together as one unit. Eloke Avraham, Eloke Yitzhak, Eloke Yaakov. We invoke their merits three times a day as we turn to Hashem in our Tefilot. We also attempt to emulate them as we recall their personal history and how they prayed before Hashem. However, on close examination on the Parashiot in the Torah, we find that there are precious few details about Yitzhak Abinu. We are struck by the fact that although this week's Parasha, Toledot, is the only one that deals entirely with Yitzhak, the majority of the Pesukim, the narrative, deals with the concern that he has for his children and what they will inherit. So we are left wondering as to who really is Yitzhak Avinu. Of course, there's a lot written, and we can never fully understand the greatness of our Avot, but it's good if we try to at least understand on a certain level what the Torah is communicating to us about Yitzhak Avinu. The majority of the stories told about Yitzhak it's very interesting. You always see that it's connected to Avraham Avinu many times. And they, res- they also seem to remind us of episodes that happened in the life of Avraham Avinu himself. For example, Yitzhak goes to the land of Gerar to avoid a famine. He also claims that his wife is in fact his sister. And like Avraham, is confronted by Avimelech for doing so. Avimelech sends away Yitzhak from Gerar only to request a covenant between them at a later stage. So this too echoes the events of Abraham's life. Perhaps the most striking semblance to his father's history is found as we are told that Yitzhak dug again the wells. When you read in the Pedashah, in the middle of the Pedashah, it speaks about Yitzhak Avinu digging all these wells, which had been previously dug by Abraham Avinu and subsequently been closed by the Pelishtim. On the last episode Rabbeinu Bahie comments that the Pelishtim were jealous of Yitzhak and therefore closed up all these wells. Yitzhak overpowered them, reopened the wells, and gave them the names which had originally been used by Avraham Abinu. This Yitzhak did in honor of his father Abraham, in order to demonstrate that he is clinging to his father's legacy. Rabbeinu Bahie states that if Yitzhak was so careful not to change even the names of the wells which were attributed to his father, how much more so we must attempt to continue in the values and outlook of our own fathers and ancestors. If you look at the first command, Hashem gives each of the avot with respect to Eretz Yisrael, Abraham is told Lech Lecha to go to Eretz Yisrael. Leave your homeland, take your family, and go to Eretz Yisrael. Yaakov is told by Hashem, on the eve of his departure to Hutzla'aretz, that he will eventually return to Yisrael. This appears to be both a promise and a form of command. Yitzhak, on the other hand, is told to stay in Yisrael. If you look in Bereshit, Perek Chavav, Pasuk Bet, Vayera elav Adonai, Vayomer al tered mitzlaima, Shechon ba'aretz asher omar elecha. Remain, remain in Yisrael. So we see that Yitzhak's role is to remain, to continue, to consolidate, 
to uphold the work and legacy of his father, Abraham Avinu. We find various allusions to this and other points in the parasha. For example, Hashem assures Yitzhak that he, like his father, will have the beracha of many offsprings and the land of Eretz Yisrael. In justifying the promise, Hashem says, Loosely translated, because Abraham listened to my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my laws, my teachings. Hashem is himself attributing the promise to Yitzhak to the belief and devotion of Abraham. Surely Hashem is stating that the continuation of his covenant with Yitzhak is based upon the fact that Yitzhak will also continue in the footsteps of his father. Another example is when Yitzhak stops in Beersheba on his return journey to Yisrael, Hashem again appears to him. So these words, Ba'avur Avraham Avdi, again, Hashem is blessing Yitzhak Avinu, and he, he ends, for the sake of my servant Avraham. Meaning that without continuity, the legacy of Avraham Avinu will become uh, potentially a fleeting moment in world history. In addition to Yitzhak Avinu's role as a son who continues in his father's footsteps, we do find two instances where Yitzhak initiates. The Torah recounts how Yitzhak planted fields in the land of Pelishtim and received a special blessing from Hashem in those plantations. Many of the Mepharshim point out that this was a time of famine and the land itself was difficult. Yet despite this, Yitzhak attempted to act, to invest in the future, and he succeeded. He demonstrated both belief in himself and most importantly, belief in Hashem. Similarly, after having reopened the wells, which had been originally dug by Avraham Avinu, Yitzhak embarks on his own attempt to draw water. He too encounters resistance from the local populace. It takes three attempts until he's allowed to keep his newly dug water source open. At each of these three encounters, Yitzhak gives the well a name. The Da'at Sofrim, a contemporary commentary in the Tanakh, states that these names are very different from the sort of names used until this point. These names signify Yitzhak Avinu's personal history, his personal trials and tribulations as he sought to preserve them for future generations. In Yitzhak's eyes, these events represented the depth of judgment and hardships which man can encounter in the world. We add to this point that Yitzhak not only named the wells which he failed to secure, but also the final one which he succeeded in keeping open. This way, Yitzhak left a lasting commemoration to the attribute of perseverance, persistence in doing something despite the difficulty or delay in achieving his success. Yitzhak aimed to achieve his goal. His first two attempts failed, but he did not despair, and he continued until he was ultimately successful. Let's, Rabotai, suggest that these two aspects of Yitzhak Avinu's character can be connected to his attribute, which we called Gevurah. Avraham Avinu represents Hesed, Yitzhak represents Gevurah. Gevurah is might. 
Kivurah is understood in Jewish thought as the ability to limit oneself. This could be seen from a famous Mishnah in Perkei Abot, Ezehu Gibor HaKovesh Et Yitzro. Who is a Gibor? Who is a person who represents strength? The person who represents strength is the one who could conquer his evil inclination. This would also seem to mean that Gevurah is the ability for one to limit himself, to conquer one's inclination to sin. So the obvious meaning of Gevurah is might, both physical and emotional. Yitzhak encompasses these two aspects of Gevurah. In the one hand, he limits himself in order to consolidate his father's legacy. He holds back his personal will to create by becoming subservient to his role as the second in line, the one who must continue the work of his father before him. But Yitzhak Abinu also demonstrates physical and emotional might. He overcomes the Pilishtim. He recovers from his losses and builds until he succeeds. These two aspects are symbolized by the two sets of wells. The first wells were named as they were in the name of Abraham, symbolizing continuity. The second set of wells that Yitzhak named himself in order to commemorate his trials and how they were overcome represents, so to speak, Yitzhak Avinu on his own. As we read Parashat Toledot, we too should try to emulate Yitzhak Avinu. We must find the ability to uphold the legacy of our ancestors and the will and strength to overcome the difficulties and hardships in our own lives. Every single generation has its own difficulties and hardships that they need to overcome. At the same time, we need to recognize that in the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity. Let's take the difficulties that we have in life and the challenges that we have in life and view them as an opportunity, an opportunity to create the strength that we have within us, the strength that our forefathers have paved the way Eloke Avraham, Eloke Yitzhak, Veloke Yaakov. Perhaps this is why we begin the Amidah with the great ancestors. Because they give us the strength, they guide us, they teach us how can we overcome tomorrow's challenges. Shabbat Shalom.